This is a QAMR Berghofer Medical Research Institute podcast. Supporting all women in science and medical research. Dr. Andrea Hendon is staff specialist, haematology and bone marrow transplantation, cancer care services at RBWH and immunologist at QIMR Berghofer. Thanks for joining us. Pleasure to be here. Over 20 years ago when you came out, what was the ratio? Was it still a boys club medicine? Um, No, so in fact, when I started medicine, it was a postgraduate degree at the University of Queensland. And we were really lucky in that actually about 50-50 was the gender split in my medical training. I think what is really apparent though as you progress in your career after medical school is the sort of relative coning of how many women particularly will progress to particularly full-time staff specialist positions in public hospitals and certainly a rarer few of us I suppose who progress to combine clinical research and medical careers. So my interest in research came about as I progressed through my training, which culminated in my haematology specialty training. And haematology has a strong tradition, I think, of of a very fast sort of pipeline of scientific discoveries and research being available to, to our patients in the clinic. So that was where I really wanted to be part of that and hopefully be able to make new therapies available to patients when I first started my haematology training, we were just starting to see the introduction of routine immunotherapies into the clinic. And so that combination really led to my choice of a combined career in both medicine and clinical research and scientific research. Less common for females, really. Yeah, look, certainly, as I said, we sort of started out when I finished my medical school at 50-50, but certainly by the time we got to physician training and then subspecialty training, I think it was certainly far more skewed towards males continuing in that. Look, many people finish medicine, that's when they're young, they'll be starting families and, and a lot of childcare responsibilities really do fall to women and that makes it harder to comply with examination timetables and the competitive nature of entry into specialty training. So you start to add scientific research on top of that, it certainly becomes a very full plate. I've certainly been very fortunate to have, look, a very supportive partner in the first instance and also a very supportive family who've really helped me juggle all those responsibilities. But I think that's probably one of the reasons I've seen that a lot of people around me necessarily need to include demands on their time from their non-work or non-professional requirements impact their choices about their training and their career. Were there times when you just went, oh, this is too hard (laughs) look there wouldn't be a day go by where I probably don't get everything on my list of things to do done and think that maybe there's probably a few many things on my plate I can almost hear my mum's voice uh, reminding me of that right now (laughs) but equally I, I think sometimes just to back yourself in that you'll be able to do what's needed maybe not everything that's on your wish list is part of the reason I think I've persevered as far as I have Perhaps one of the more challenging things is some of the timelines that are placed around career progression milestones and certainly in the scientific sphere, sort of the concept of track record and what's expected at at X number of years post-graduation or PhD, I think they can be really challenging milestones when you've had a career interruption, as many women often do. And so these sort of concepts of time and things, I think, are probably something that if there were more flexibility there would be less pressure on women and, and, and look 
caregivers more generally. I think a lot of these issues, if there was more encouragement and access to paternity leave, would probably be issues that that more males would deal with as well. So the concept of combining a career and family care is not something that should necessarily be limited to women, but commonly is. Is there a different expectation from a female doctor in the way you care for your patients? Um, I certainly feel that there are different expectations of you. And look, I I know with many of my female colleagues, there's probably been many times that you might have had a a deep and meaningful conversation with a patient. They say, thank you very much, nurse. When will the doctor be coming? Um, (laughs) Probably more in the five to 10 years ago than I have now. Probably helps that I have a few more grey hairs now and look less like the uh, nursing student. Um, (laughs) I think those are things that are, you know, in cancer care, a lot of our patients are older and come from a generation where, you know, the choice to pursue medicine and perhaps medicine and scientific research was not one made by as many women. You know, I think those reactions are expectable and I certainly don't judge any of my patients for that. I don't think that's an experience shared by as many of my male colleagues. Certainly I've noticed as I've become sort of more senior in, in within the hospital and, and certainly within science as well, I, I think I've probably noticed the differences between what roles males and females play. I, I think there probably are some tendencies for women to react differently to leadership roles and there's some well-published research that suggests that women are much more likely to underestimate their abilities compared to to males who might be happy to embellish or overestimate their abilities and I think you know when it comes to competitive leadership roles and things that really can all of a sudden expose quite a difference between the types of people who will fulfill those roles. I certainly find that I have to encourage myself to act a little bit out of my normal comfort zone and maybe um comment in times when I wouldn't normally do so and I think that's actually been very interesting in the era of Zoom and online meetings where I think the style of communication you really have to be quite you have to be more direct there's less opportunity for um, natural conversation flow so that's something I have found that I have to really try and change my communication style a little bit whether that's unique to me Um, it seems a little bit that there is often a different communication style between men and women. That's a personal comment. I'm not sure. That is particularly interesting. I think everybody has come to terms with Zoom. Is that a confidence thing that we can teach women? I certainly think it's something that I've become more aware of and maybe tried to combat. A lot of women are aware of the, you know, the imposter syndrome as well. I certainly suffer from that regularly. (laughs) And again, that seems to be uh, something that many more women are likely to face. So in the junior stages of training where it's much more prescriptive and there is a very clear set of guidelines available to how to progress in your career, I think those sort of things are far less influential. But as you become sort of you get to the part of the career of your career where maybe it's a bit more choose your own adventure. I think maybe people who have those imposter type feelings or maybe are less likely to put themselves forward, all of a sudden they may fe- they may feel more limited in the uh, range of roles that they might nominate themselves for, particularly because there's often these are often roles that you will have to nominate yourself for. You're not necessarily going to be selected, you know, membership to advisory committees and things often often uh, voluntary to a degree you know to people who are suitably qualified if you're a more outgoing person and you're more likely to um, fancy your chances of fitting in with that group you're probably more likely to volunteer for and then take up more of those positions 
if you are like me, someone who's a bit less likely to put yourself forward, well, perhaps, you know, that will then start to be reflected in your CV and then your, you know, your academic track record. So I think they are important issues for women or more introverted people everywhere (laughs) to be aware of. And yeah, maybe occasionally you have to push yourself a little bit and do something that you might not feel entirely comfortable for. Those leadership roles, I think, as they're sort of classified career-wise, are an important part of it. But equally, they're not ones that will be ever sort of be offered to you. You often do have to go out there and get them. So taking a little bit of a change mindset from what's required of me in my job on a day-to-day basis to maybe what can I do extra. One of the biggest differences in research is that your salary will often depend on those choices a lot more than it will in medicine. I think we have the luxury in medicine that we are more likely to have sort of more stable employment. So I think that certainly is another big issue, sort of going back to what I said before as well. The reality is that a lot of young women, when they're sort of completing the higher degrees and things, will be contemplating whether or not having family is going to be part of their life. And the uncertainty of, of a salary in, in research sphere is, is certainly would be a very big influence on young women, I think. Yeah, having having a lack of certainty around your employment status and, and lack of maternity leave and those things are certainly really big issues in terms of what you might choose to do with your career. And we lose a lot of great researchers that way. Oh, definitely. And look, equally, I think people who are returning to the workforce after any interruption, be it for family reasons, they might be caring for another family member, not necessarily a child. They may be caring for a partner or they might have had a period of sickness themselves. You know, people still have a lot to to give, but equally the system doesn't necessarily reward those people or make it easy for them to come back. You know, the statistics would tell us that that burden is far more common amongst women than it is amongst men. Did you have female role models and mentors? Look, definitely, yeah. And I think I've been very lucky that I've often had people who are, sorry, mentors and role models that I could definitely look up to. And yes, some of I was lucky enough that some of those were, were women as well. Equally, they were women with family, they were women who were combining other careers and they're certainly people that I still look to for support and guidance in in how I move forward in my career. What about advice for someone who's right at the beginning of the long and very tiring, exhausting journey that you've been on? Well, look, I would just say make sure you're doing it for the love of it. I don't think any of these things are easy if they're if you're doing them because that's what you think you should do or that somebody else told you was a good idea. I think the only way you're going to be able to push through those times when things are a little difficult is if it's because it's you really want to do that. Equally, having people around you who support that choice is just so essential and they might be people from any walk of life, any part of your life. They might be friends you've studied with, they might be other family but I think that's really important as well they're often a good reality check too for maybe when you've got yourself in a bit too deep or you need to have a break or bounce some ideas off yeah looking around you and really thinking about is people who are at the other end is that really where I want to be are they people that I admire and wish to emulate and if you can't answer yes well then I think you probably need to have a think about whether that's the right choice for you We haven't got into the details of your research. You've got clinical trials coming up, which are extraordinarily fascinating. If you'd like to find out more about Dr. Andrea Hendon and her work, qimrberghoffer.edu.au.